When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to Season 11 of the Parenting Aces Podcast, part of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we are talking with Heath Waters of Match Tennis App because I got an email about a week ago um, letting me know that they have added yet more features to this incredible app to help parents manage the junior competition process and journey, and this latest iteration is something that, oh my gosh, if that had been around when I was going through this. I would have been so grateful. So I'm excited to have Heath on. As I mentioned last week, please pardon the video quality and hopefully the audio quality is okay. But um, I am in temporary digs while we're doing some work on our house. And so don't have my usual space to record, but hopefully you'll be able to hear okay and see okay. And Heath is going to walk us through the new features of the app. So if you are listening to this podcast, I highly encourage you to go to parentingaces.com and watch the video version because it will be much more informative and help you really get a, a feel for these new features. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Heath Waters of Match Tennis App. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, hey, Heath Waters, we can see your face again. Your your Gandalf beard is now gone. <laughs> All gone and uh, look like a normal man again. You do. I'm, I'm glad to see your smile and uh, welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be here. I'm excited to uh, to be back and uh, look forward to uh, sharing uh, a little information with you again. So just a reminder to those listening, if you are not watching the audio or excuse me the video version of this episode you need to go to parentingaces.com or to the parenting aces youtube channel and watch the video version because Heath Waters is going to walk us through all of the features of match tennis app that pertain to choosing tournaments setting a tournament schedule in conjunction with your child's goals at a given period in their junior tennis development journey. And this is just, it's unbelievably valuable. I'm so excited that we're having you on again to, to go through this new feature and to kind of take us through the workflow of what Match Tennis App can actually do. So I'm going to be quiet and let you walk us through what y'all are, what y'all have now. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Lisa. Yeah. So uh, Matt Stinisap is, is, is a tournament uh, tennis tournament manager for your players, whether you're a coach or whether you're a parent uh, or a player just uh, doing it yourself. And uh, one of the, the probably, I'm sure Lisa will agree that one of the top questions we get is knowing how to select tournaments relevant for your kid. Now, what it's with the, the tournament landscape that we're dealing with in today's tennis world, it becomes quite challenging to navigate and to know when to do what and what to do when. And so uh, we have spent a lot of time listening to our customers and we're tennis parents ourselves, you know, so this app is, you know, by tennis parents for tennis parents. And uh, we have had to go through a lot of pain. And so what we have done is tried to uh, create tools using Match Tennis app that will help facilitate a much easier uh, process and hopefully enhance the quality of your experience as you navigate this tennis landscape. Because with today's tennis, you've got, goodness, you got USTA, you got uh, PTTs, UTR, ITAs. Um, you got the WTN stuff coming out now, and so many different types of tournaments. It just is mind-boggling. It can drive you crazy uh, trying to figure it all out. And so, what we'd like to do is just kind of walk you through how to use a Match Tennis app to to hopefully change your tennis life, to to make it easier, and and to give you educated uh, information on how to do what uh, and when to do what. And so. If uh, that sounds good, I'll go ahead and get started. Well, and I want to just throw out there that not only is this a much more efficient way to go through the journey, but it's also a much more cost-effective way to go through the journey because you're not going to waste time and money in enrolling in tournaments that aren't going to help your child move forward in their development, right? So the the goal here is to make sure that every time a child plays in a tournament, it solves for an issue, whether that's testing out new strokes, new tactics, helping ranking go up, helping universal tennis rating go up, um, exposing them to the next level of play just to kind of give them an idea of what's coming. I mean, there's so many reasons to play tournaments and making sure that you're choosing the tournaments for the right reasons and playing the right tournaments to achieve those goals is is the the magic sauce here. That's right. You know what? I uh, a few years ago, uh, we were training at a club and there was this little girl that uh, I think she was 13 years old at the time, uh, maybe 14, I guess. And um, she wanted to her goal uh, that I heard. I mean, I didn't know her uh, really well at the time, ended up getting to know her a little bit later, but she wanted to play college tennis. And uh, that was her dream. And her parents weren't really involved in the tennis. It was mainly on on her to, to make that happen. And the coaches that she were that she was working with, they weren't heavily involved even though they coached her on a regular basis, you know, once a week, twice a week, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, she she simply only played, and this was here in Atlanta, Georgia, she only played local tournaments within like a five-mile radius of the club because she didn't know any different. Right. But what she didn't understand, and her, because her parents weren't heavily involved, and, and she maybe never asked heavy questions or the right questions maybe, 
she, uh, all the way up until she was 17 years old, only played in that five mile radius, but she was actually a pretty good little player. And the last year she got with a coach who actually ended up going to the tournament, started helping her with the tournament schedule and all this kind of stuff. And come to find out, she's like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that I can only get certain amount of points just by playing in local tournaments in a five mile radius, Mm -hmm. which are probably level sevens and sixes. Well, that can only get, even if you win six level sixes or six uh, level sevens, you can only get to a certain ranking, but the college coaches aren't even looking potentially at that ranking. And so she didn't, she just didn't know what she didn't know. And so, but she became educated in the last year and a few months, she went crazy playing three tournaments a month and she ended up getting a scholarship to a small school in South Carolina and her dream was realized. And so that's kind of our goal is to eliminate that from ever happening. And so by doing what I'm about to show you, hopefully we can take care of that. Awesome. So I'll go go ahead and get started. So are you able to see my screen okay? Yeah. Okay. So going back to here though, actually, the first thing uh, that uh, you'll want to do uh, is kind of, you know, the way we look at it. And again, you know, I have a a player that plays uh, international tournaments and we started at the low level and he ended top 10 in the nation. And now we're doing the the ITF thing. And, and uh, you know, is if you look at this pragmatically, you, you gotta you gotta know where you are before you start anything. And so um, if you don't have a ranking or whatever your ranking is, it's important to know that first. And so I'm just gonna show you what that looks like within Match Tennis App. So I'm gonna go back. This is the uh, how-to article. I'm, it's a blog post that I'm looking at right now, just a little info uh, graphic, but I'm gonna go back into the Match Tennis App and here we are. This is the homepage. So the first thing you do to figure out where you are currently with your rankings and you would go to your player profile, click on my players. If you haven't saved your player profile, you'd want to make sure to save that play, player profile by searching for the player and then adding it to your it's basically your favorites. And so you see, I got my son. I'm just going to click on the player profile. And when you click on this player profile, the way that you figure out where your current rankings are are here. You'll see uh, that, you know, he's got. Now, again, he quit playing USTA. He was top 100 in the 18s in the nation, but now he's a 1,000 because he doesn't play them anymore. But the fastest way to find your ranking is this little blue button here, the ranking snapshot. It's a snapshot of currently where you are, and it's also a representation of how your ranking was obtained. And there's two ways you can sort this. You can sort it by points here. And so if I want to uh, sort it right here, you see there, there's the points. If I want to click on this drop down, I can also sort it by date. And so we're going to go by date. And in what we have here, you have singles column, you have the doubles column, column and the totals uh, column. And how they determine your ranking is they take your top six events. If you play 30 events, they're only going to take your top six singles and 15% of your top six doubles. As you see up in here, it shows that. I'm sorry, whoops. <laughs> and that's for USTA ranking, just to clarify. Yes, we're, we're only going to be discussing primarily USTA events uh, today okay. uh, because that's what this is set up for primarily. We do have UTR coming in the near term, but currently this will be all relevant to USTA. Got and it. so uh, as you see here, uh, if I look at the totals by date, um, or actually I'm going to go back to points, you'll see that it's it's kind of a numerical order. 156 is the top points all the way down to the bottom tournament is 67 points. Now that 67 points was obtained through a doubles tournament. So if I look over here on the right doubles and the singles tournaments are right here. And so if and so when I go to my next tournament, why is this important if I want to know um, you know, how many points I have, where they came from is because 
I've at least got to get 68 points to advance my ranking one spot minimum. And so I know that my lowest, uh, so because they only take my top six, I could play four more tournaments and get 50 points, 50 points, zero points, 25 and 68 up. My ranking would move up. Right. Right. And so um, up here in the top, you'll see this is uh, boys 18s and uh, you'll see your district rank ranking, your sectional ranking, your national ranking and how many total points you have uh, for your top six tournaments, singles and doubles combined. So that's the first thing you need to know. Where am I at? And where do my rankings currently stand? And then that leads us to the next uh, thing. And then, and before you click out of there, I just want to point out that you have a, a spot to click to see the current points per round tables from USTA. So you've made it very simple. Those of you who have trouble navigating the USTA website, which let's be honest, who doesn't have trouble? Um, it's so nice to have that link right there on Match Tennis app, and you can click and view the current points per round tables. That's right. So if, uh, you know, when you're looking at here on the right, you see there's an L2, there's an L1s and, and L3s and all this kind of stuff. And you get for winning one of these, you get a certain amount of points. You click there and it will show you 900 points for level three. If you do a level five, that's uh, 540. If you do a level or four, I mean, and then level five is 300 and so on for winning those. I memorize those, but it's good to click that and you can just see those totals yourself. OK, all right. So. Now, next to uh, step number two. So this is the first step in the workflow, figuring out where you are. We're going to go back here. In, in the next thing is after you know where you are, you need to have a destination. Where do I want to go? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we're through our system, we have a tournament scheduler feature that bases the schedule uh, by two things, whatever the ranking goal is and a date. So it's time, it's time related to the goal. And so I'm going to show you what that looks like. And what we found, I'll give you a, a little story. My, my son, back in the, in, the, in the younger age divisions, he wanted his first national tournament. He hadn't played any at that time. His dream was to get into that national clay courts because so he could go down there. It was in Orlando, Florida. He wanted to go to Universal Studios. He was so that that was and he wanted to play on clay at the big old national campus. And that was just in his mind, huge. And so at the time, he was like, I don't know, 67 in our section and, and like 40 in our state and all that kind of stuff. And I don't in the nation, I don't know what he was. He was way down in the nation. And, uh, um, you know, he, he had about six months in, or maybe eight months. I think it was like in November. He, he kind of set his goals very similar to this. Um, and he was so motivated because he knew it was in July, mid-July, and he got – now, at this time, we didn't have this ranking forecaster inside of this app, and so um, we created this because of what he did, really, and in, in in, in my wife and stuff, and so – he knew how many points he had to get. He knew the quota that the that our section took to get in that tournament. He had it all reverse engineered. Each tournament he had that he he figured all that out. And by golly, he was the last one to get in uh, that tournament into the National Clay Courts. He got to go to University Studios. It ended up being a nice story. He, he he didn't have to reach that goal, but he was highly motivated because having a goal is is motivating for the child. You can meander and just aimlessly try to find a destination, right. but if you because he knew what he also when he got to the to the round of 16 or something, he knew how many points he got for that quarterfinals. Man, he was fired up to get it cuz he knew he had to average a certain amount uh per tournament. And so it can be very motivating to set the goals. I'll show you what that looks like. And while you're and so, while you're clicking mm -hmm. to that, I want to just point out Heath that one very important piece of your story was 
this was your son's goal. He set the goal for himself. It wasn't you, his parents, setting a goal for him. It wasn't the coach telling him he needed to do this. He chose this goal, set it for himself, and figured out what he needed to do to achieve it. And I think that's such an important piece of the story for parents to hear and to understand you cannot motivate your child to achieve their goals. That motivation has to be intrinsic. It has to come from inside them. And that's what's going to help them grow and learn and move forward in their junior tennis journey. That's right. Exactly. You know, one of the things that that we did, that we do still to this day, but we did a lot back then it, it, when he was younger, it was just so fun because each tournament we went to, we really worked hard to try to find one thing that we had to do in whatever city we were in that was non-tennis related. And, and that was the one thing that we focused on the most. Tennis happened to be a byproduct. He loves tennis. He's passionate about it. But uh, so he, he always looked forward. We as a family look forward to it as well. But we weren't pushing so much. He was pulling us. Mm. And so that's really what we wanted. But we also put some ancillary kind of things to make it exciting like that. On top of the tennis, it was kind of a double whammy that we always look forward to doing. So that's a, a little that. tip, a little motivation tip as well to get, make it exciting. So here we are. We're, we clicked on my players, how we got here. We clicked on this my players. And now we, here's Heath Paul's profile again. And this uh, circled uh, button here is the tournament scheduler. There's another way to find this. Uh, you can, after you, let me get move this. Uh, once you click on this tournament scheduler, let me clear, boom. It will take you to his profile page, his, uh, or excuse me, the tournament scheduler page. And you're simply going to answer the form. And so it shows you all your rankings, shows you where you are again, so you know uh, your national UTR. Uh, we're going to add WTN shortly uh, as well, but you see all your rankings. And then down here, very important, you just answer the questions. Very simple. Select, use this form to learn possible tournament pathways you can take to achieve a specific ranking goal. Okay, and so all you're going to do, you're going to click the little uh, drop down, choose which ranking type that you would like to pursue. And so in this case, we're going to do national. And for Heath Paul, this is pretty relevant. He doesn't play the USTA anymore, but his rankings drop, so it's easy to, to, to put the goals in. And so he's uh, say by the end of the year, we I sit and I have a conversation with Heath Paul, and we talk about it, and we let him lead the conversation. We say, where do you want to be and why and how? And and, here, and, and then we do this, right? And so uh, say he wanted to – he's – He's currently a 1,100 in the country, but if he wanted to try to get to three or 400 by the end of the year, we'll do 400 by, by December. So a few months from now, you just put that in and then go to, you know, December 31st, click that. And now we have uh, the time frame. So we've got the goal set for a national ranking by December 31st. And now gener click generate recommendations. And, and this is going to uh, display automatically. And calculate what you need to do. Did you say automatically? I love that. I just made a new word up. <laughs> you did. That's so good. Oh my goodness. Accident. <laughs> so uh, it says here how many opportunities. There are eight tournament opportunities. Uh, basically, those weekends are available with tournaments, different tournaments on those weekends. And it tells you your player needs a singles and doubles combined 260-point uh, average for six tournaments. Remember, they only take your top six tournaments to achieve top 400 by December 31st. And so and what it's going to do is it's going to spit out all the tournaments between now and then that are relevant for you to obtain that goal. Now, um, 
So one thing just to note, you'll see some closed events uh, in the very near future. It's going to know your section and it's going to take those closed events out. So when you are doing this, make sure you're looking at open events only okay. that you push that you click on open events, because if you're in this, the southern section like we are and there's a closed event here in California where we can't go play that. So but mm -hmm. we're going to that's going to be you know, irrelevant in, in a month or so. But until then, just make sure you click on the, the L543s that are open, okay? And so I'm gonna click on one right here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota on uh, that is the 30th coming up. So I click on this and, and now I need to figure out next, okay, uh, is this a good tournament for him to play? And so we've set our goal top 400. I need to see, okay, uh, what that looks like uh, for him to play it and is, is it worth it? And so what I do is you see this top button here, it says ranking forecaster. I'm just going to click on the ranking forecaster and I'm going to click, uh, you know, uh, this is going to forecast if based on what round he passes. So I've got to predict to myself, okay, this is in South Dakota. Uh, I, you know, what are the, you know, in a minute, we're going to look at the strength of the tournament and see how, you know, who's entered and applicants and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, how, what, what do I expect? What are my reasonable expectations that I would get to? And I'm going to choose uh, a national ranking, a national, you know, that's a ranking type, boys 18s. I chose the profile. I'm going to click points defending. So I need to see, okay, you know, I, they take your top six. I click check record and I can see uh, he has 156 points here, 105, 81 points. But I look at the dates and none of those, you know, this is September 30th. So none of these are relevant to defending. Mm -hmm. If it was an October 29th tournament, I would I would just click add to defending points and it would take that and calculate that into the forecast. Okay. But none of these are relevant. So I'm going to say done. Because let me, let me just take that a step further. The points only stay on for a calendar year. So if you played a tournament September of 2021 and you're looking to play a tournament September of 2022, those ranking points from the September 2021 tournament would come out of your ranking calculation. They would fall off. Exactly. So you have to uh, calculate for that. So, you know, because we play, you know, first year 14, second year 14, it really happens a lot in that second year, right? Right. That is beautiful. Okay. So now after you uh, enter the form, you just push calculate. And as you see here, it's going to show me, remember he was 1100. It says his current rank is, is 1100 right here, mm -hmm. right? And it's in, and so down here though, it shows all of the tournaments that are all the rounds in what, let me erase that, all the rounds where he would approximately, this isn't absolute, okay? This is an approximation of where cur currently, based on the current rankings, where he would move. But remember, uh, you know, maybe after the tournament, some people age out and all this kind of stuff. So it doesn't, you know, it's uh, not exact for that. It's not exact, but it's going to give you a ballpark, realistic figure. Mm -hmm. If he wins this tournament, he's going to move in one weekend from 1106 to 566. And and that kind of brings us to another point because a lot of people ask me this uh, as well, uh, you know. With with there's a, a again a plethora of ways and pathways to take, sure. but say it, the way that we looked at it was this way, and what we discovered based on the new USTA ranking system, it's a little bit different. So what we did is is we started figuring out that. You could go say so. Say your goal uh, uh, is current points is six six hundred eighteen, but you wanted to get to a thousand points, mm -hmm. and so you could go to a level two and get to the quarterfinals to get those 
three, uh, this would be 540 points, right? Mm. You could go to level two, or you could win this tournament here to get those 540 points, right? Because look right. right here, the point total, it shows you on the left here, it shows you all the point totals. And so if you look right here for this uh, level tournament, that's the rounds per uh, points per round right there. Okay. Got it. And so if I know that we found it's much easier, especially if you're starting out your first year, say you're moving up to 14, 16 or 18, it's much easier to go win or do really well and get your ranking points higher in six level fives and fours than it is one level two. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing the difference. And so, you know, th that's if, and so what we did is we went and, and he won a few of those level fives and fours and that got him the top 300 rapidly. Now he's able to get into the level ones and twos like this. So our goal is to get him exposed to the highest levels at the earliest possible time in his first year of, of that age group. And that way he got to play tougher competition. And so that was the fastest pathway that we discovered through the last you know, three years of, of, uh, doing this stuff. So and I so, want to just, I just want to reiterate that Heath, because that's, that's a really important point you just made is one, what you said was you wanted to help him be exposed to the highest level of competition as early as possible when he moved into a new age group and that it was easier to do that by entering him in lower level tournaments that would maybe not give him as many points per round, but that he had a better chance of going further in the tournament and maximizing those points mm -hmm. so that his ranking would be at a place where he would have automatic entry into a level one, two or three tournament. And, you know, I talk a lot on parenting aces about not paying attention to ratings and rankings, but this is, a situation or, you know, a, a circumstance where the rating or ranking is important because if your child has these high level goals for his or her tennis, then having exposure to those top players early on in the age group is important. And this is a way you're saying that it's usually easier to earn those ranking points in the lower level tournaments um, going further in the draw, and that will help you get into the level one, two, and three tournaments quicker. Exactly. You know, there's and there's also another big benefit. So if you think of it uh, from through another lens, so when you're playing these level fives and fours, uh, you know, then you're also likely going to get more match volume. So your match count's going to improve and get so. So my goal is always with my son to have a three to one win loss ratio. And so because if you're going and you're losing, 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 well, you need to drop your level, play the lower level tournament. You need to dominate your level wherever that is before you move up is, is kind of the way we look at it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what he did. He started five, four and he won threes and he, and he just kept moving, you know, to top 10 in the country. And but he had to earn that. And but what so so two things are happening. If you're at the beginning getting the lower levels high volume of matches three four five you know matches each tournament by the time you're ready so say in four or five or three months four months at a time now you're ready to go you've had a, a lot of matches you've built your confidence and now you can go take on that stronger competition and feel better prepared yep. so you're growing your game you're growing your mind you're growing your ranking all three at the same time it's kind of a trilogy love uh, it try magic Triagically. <laughs> ah, so many more new words. <laughs>
So uh, that is, so if you look here, you can go and, and as you're sitting here looking at this uh, uh, forecaster, you can see, okay, where do I realistically think my player could get? Okay, based on the previous level, say you played the same level twice and you know that, okay, they've gotten to the semis of the constellation. Okay, I can sit there and look, okay, he got the semis. Now I'm hoping maybe he can do one more better than that because we mm -hmm. always like to, to inchworm or build up. We don't want to, we don't expect them to just go from zero to or a hundred to one in one one second. It didn't, doesn't happen that way. So so if he just did what he did last tournament, he's nine fifty eight. So I said, okay, man, that's good. That's two hundred spots in the rankings almost. But if he if he gets one more better, okay, then he moves to nine forty two. So I said, okay, man, that that's we're moving the right direction here. Let's let's. So then what you would do, you say, okay, I like that. Then up in the top right corner, uh, you would back out of here. And if you feel like this is a uh, good tournament to play, whoops, ah, I lost it. Talk on it. But what you would do is you would simply click on the add button. And I backed out of it too far, but let me do it again. The uh, profile, also another thing to see up in the top right, if you mm -hmm. look at this little, um, let me put the circle again. If you look at this circle in the top right, that TS is also another way to get the tournament scheduler. So I'm going to do that one more time. And after you choose the the ranking and stuff, now here's another thing. We're also going to make it where you don't have to type this in again like I'm doing right now. That's a, a little bit of a pain in the butt. But I'm going to click on an L4 uh, tournament here open. And it only pulls in the 18s. It's relevant. But up in the top right corner, uh, you see this little uh, plus symbol. Uh, this little plus symbol right here is what you click. If this tournament is relevant, I say yes. Okay, 942. I think he can get that. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to click that button and it pops up and it asks me, do you want to add this uh, tournament to your calendar? And at match point, and I say, please, and it said, if you have a lot of players, so you have three kids in your family, you choose which player you want the you, this calendar to be added to. I want it to be added to Heath Paul's Boys 18's calendar. You just click that and you click submit. And this is the match point fall slam. And then uh, you, you will see this added back onto your front page and there I it is it. right here it's right here now when you do that then you'll you know that's you know say that was uh, a month away you're going to get notified three days before in the you know the day on the day of uh send an email automatically to enter that tournament so you don't forget and you can do this there's there's users in our system that do 12 months in advance they do a mm -hmm. tentative schedule you can put three tournaments on one weekend you don't have to put and you're just following the tournaments you don't have to enter them until you're ready to enter them but you can follow them and that leads us to our next step of what that means so i'm going to go back to here and so we set a ranking goal. We've, uh, you know, went into the tournament schedule, looked at the tournaments that were available. We added, we looked at the ranking forecaster and tried to decide, was that a good tournament? We feel good about it, about him, the points and all that. Would that be positive? It's in a, is it, is, can we, you know, we look at the logistics of flying there or driving there, or if it's close to the house or, or are we prepared to fly, drive, whatever we need to do. Okay. You can choose all of that. You can even, when you're searching for the terms, you can do it by radius. You can do that as well. When you're searching by terms, we'll show that later, uh, how to search for our regular tournament search. Uh, but then this is the last thing we did. Now we're going to evaluate and follow and watch the tournament over time. So it's good. I do three months out to six months out. And so because I'm trying to figure out which is uh, with all the variables that we have as far as financial reasons uh, for his tennis, the quality of players, the, the logistics of everything involved, 
should we go this tournament? And that leads us to the applicants list. Okay. And so I'm going to go back into that tournament. Remember, I went, I'm just clicking back into the app. Mm-hmm. It added it to my calendar. And here it is right here. I'm just going to click right from the calendar onto the tournament. And I'm going to close some of these things. I'm going to move Lisa a little bit up so I can see my buttons. And I'm going to scroll down. And, and as you see here, we've got some, some uh, other buttons here that are important for you to look at. There's a bunch of things on here that are so useful. But right here, you're going to live on the applicants list. You know, if you want a doubles partner. Uh, your swing vision library, a checklist, all these different things to keep you on track with your tournaments. But we're going to figure out, is this a good tournament for him to play by looking at the players in the tournament? So you just click on the little uh, plus symbol over here on the right beside applicants list, and it's going to open this up. And it's going to show you everybody that's entered the tournament. So important to understand a couple things about this list. Okay. Number one, uh, most of the tournaments for singles take use the national seedings list. So this is basically the entrance list for combined rankings. This is what they use for entering lists. If you want to see, you know, if you're going to be seated in singles or something, you'd click on that and you would, you could do it that way. But what we're going to do is figure out, is this a good tournament for your, your child to play? My son's in the boys 18s. I'm going to look at the quality of players in here by clicking all divisions. I'm going to go down to the boys 18 singles boys 18s s and it populates in order alphabetically but that's not really good enough for me to it takes too long to figure that out so what you're going to do you see all these columns um, uh, that you can sort by ascending and descending order okay so i want to sort this by the national ranking which is yeah district ranking sectional ranking national ranking utr wtn section division uh, i want to sort it by national ranking so i'm going to click on that and now uh, uh, descending order. It's going to go, th- or the ascending order, I'm sorry. 373 is the highest nationally ranked player in the tournament. Okay. So if you remember where my son was at, he was 1,106. So I haven't, he's not even on this list. I haven't entered the tournament. I'm just trying to say, okay, I know 1106 is his thing. So I'm sitting there. Where would he be right now? There's 16 at 970. He would be 17th on the list. They only take 32. So there's 24 already entered. So he's sitting pretty good right here, a great chance to get into this tournament. I would probably go ahead and enter him. Now, the other thing I want to see is a couple things. Okay, rankings don't always tell you a true story. For instance, my son is, is probably a lot higher level player than 1106 since he was top 100 in the nation in the 18s at one point. He just hasn't played any tournaments. So what I would do is I'd go over here and I would sort this by UTR and I would see the best UTR is a five all the way to an 11. And then I can, uh, and I say, okay, or excuse me, the best UTR is 11 all the way down to a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then, and I would sit there. Okay. And, and my, my son actually just played Walker uh, today in a practice set. So I, they're, they're very, very close in levels and he's the top player. So, okay, great. This would be a wonderful tournament for him to play. And then you can also sort by world tennis number, your WTN rating. I would click that. And just to see, okay, if I look at the top 10, you know, what are the WTNs, the UTRs, how many 11s and 10s and 12s, whatever ratings, you know, how competitive is it? I like my son playing really strong players, iron sharpens iron, but there are times, you know, maybe he's struggling. I want him to, to have to face a little bit of a weaker tournament, try to get a few rounds under his belt. So I'll try to go and search for tournaments that might not have a strong UTR so he can build his confidence a little bit if he needs it. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, the basic tournament workflow on how to choose. And so what I would do is I would I would go ahead if I saw this and I would go up to the top here and I would simply say, man, I'm going to enter this tournament. Now, click register. That takes you. It just connects you directly to the USTA. 
and I would register him for singles and doubles and pay. And then, and then I would watch after that, you can watch over time, the competitors list, because it looks just like the applicants list and you can do the same thing with all your sorts and everything. Right. And, and what I love about this is you, you know, for purposes of this demonstration, we've been talking about a USTA ranking, but sometime in the near future, you're going to be able to go through this exact same workflow and set a goal of a specific universal tennis rating. And so you're going to be able to do the same thing based on UTR. And even though we didn't set a goal with UTR um, for purposes of this demo, sorry, I'm losing my earpiece here. Um, Once you went into the tournament, you could sort by UTR and still kind of accomplish the same thing by, you know, knowing that, you know, my kid's a nine and he's trying to get to a 10, which means he's going to need to play some tens and 11s. And is he going to have that opportunity? That's right. You know, we're, we're in the, in the near future, uh, going to come out with, you will be able to search, uh, say that you want, say your kid's a seven UTR and he's 12 years old and he's wanting to try to get to an eight or say your kid is trying to get a college scholarship and he's a junior and he's under the gun and the colleges are looking for 10.5s and above or, or whatever. And you are entering tournaments, but there's only eights. So you might not be able to move up as fast. So you need to find where are those tens playing. You'll be able to type in, you know, a range between, you know, uh, nine point or 10 and 11.5 and search tournaments. And it'll show you all the tournaments where there are 9.5 to 10.5 or 9.5 to 11s or 10.10s or whatever I said, all the way to 11s. <laughs> You'll be able to search for that range and it will just spit out those tournaments that are relevant. So now, you know, you can go and look at those applicants list, see how many of those players in that level are there. And would this be a good, you know, it becomes a little bit more important when it's time to get into college because you you might need to go a little further faster. And so, uh, yeah. And, but if you want to, if you're that seven and you want to go play where all the eights are, it might not be where you're at. You might be in a little zip code that, that maybe, maybe you're out there in South Dakota, like that tournament was. And there, you know, aren't as strong of players. They maybe need to go to California, Florida, Texas, wherever it is. You, it'll be able to spit it out and show you immediately where it is. So we're pretty excited about that coming in the near future. Well, and the purpose of all of this, again, and, and we mentioned this at the very beginning, is to make sure that you're spending your time and your money wisely when you're signing up for junior tournaments. Because if you're just haphazardly signing up for a tournament here, a tournament there, not really having a plan, not really understanding what the potential is in terms of improving ranking or rating or the type of competition that your child's going to get, then you're just spinning your wheels and, you know, hoping for the best. But but now Match Tennis App is giving you a clear-cut tool to help you set the goal and then work toward achieving the goal. And I love that. That's right. That's right. And then maybe two other things uh, that I would like to talk about for the the, sure. the flow. Um, you know, that was, you know, for tournament scheduling, you know, but one of the things as far as in, in you know, that uh, we partnered with Swing Vision and we have also a, a new stat match, Ragged Stats, that Lisa hooked us up with. And yep. that's going to be coming as well. They're Swing one of our Vision. sponsors. So we love them. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And, and so, you know, when we go to the tournaments, it doesn't stop there is what I'm saying is that we actually, if I scroll down, this is my son's profile. And eventually this is in the near future going to be a, uh, able to be viewed by college coaches, which we're really excited about for recruiting purposes. But if I scroll down here, you'll see 
my son's swing vision library. And it's only tournament matches. And so the college coaches, they really don't want to see what you're doing in practice. They don't care as much. Everybody can hit a forehand and backhand. It's what you do in the tournaments that count. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be able to click on these and, 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 and you'll have to give permission for them to see whichever matches you want them to see. But they'll see your live tournaments and they just click on the button and it, you, you, you initiate the matches through here. They're stored in here. And the, the college coaches will be able to click on that and see your real tournaments. And it, it's only six or seven minute videos that are auto edited. It does everything for you. It's wonderful for college uh, recruiting. The other thing that we're going to be, and then also if you scroll down here, you'll see your ranking history. You can see, you know, where you were. Uh, you, his, my son's going the wrong direction because he's not playing, but he was 369 in March and now he's all the way down to, because we, we, <laughs> we stopped this year playing USDA. Is you, WTN's going up, which is good, but everything else is going the wrong direction. But, uh, but the other good thing is, you know, this is videos that does all the video uh, statting of your matches. And, and, you know, one of the things I've found as an example with my son is, you know, I'm his coach and his father, and that's a little tough at times, you know, especially at the age he's at right now. But what's cool is he might not always want to listen to me, but video doesn't lie. That's and right. and so what we do is we, we, I don't say much. I, I we film these videos and then we come off and say, he's got that 10 AM match. Um, followed by another match if he wins or even if he doesn't win in the back draw, he, he could play at one o'clock. So at 10 a.m., we film the first match and then we go and we watch that at lunch. Mm-hmm. But I don't say anything. He pulls it off. He puts the film up. He brings it down. It's his phone. We go watch it. He watches it before I say a word. He watches six or seven minutes and then he gives me his evaluation. He's the one who's pulling me, leading the way of what he thinks he saw and what he feels like he needs to improve, whether he wins or loses. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's just a wonderful day. And then he goes and it's pragmatic. The next match, he's just trying to improve from the first match, what he saw he needed to do. And it takes a lot of the anxiety away, takes uh, the the outcome-based social comparison stuff away because really it becomes about self-appraisal. What can I do better? Oh, I thought I was moving my feet. I thought I was consistent. I thought I was hitting it there. I thought I was working. Oh my goodness, I wasn't doing that. That Oh, I wasn't doing that. So he gets there and sees that and it becomes reality instead of me saying anything or even the coach. Now it's good to have the coach to see it too because they can give an additional evaluation after they observe uh, Mm -hmm. with an expert eye but the person leading the way is very good then the second one here that we do we so that's doing it does all by itself just on it it adds it and videos and the stats everything just uh, it's uh, using artificial intelligence but i'm using the the racket stats as well to manually do it now for parents to me this is huge uh, by the way, we haven't released racket stats yet. That's coming out in 30 days. So you're seeing, you're getting privy. You're, you're the, your audience, Lisa, is seeing this before everybody else. So we're uh, so privileged. privileged. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But what's great, but I already used this for the last three or four months here. And uh, I used to do it with paper. But what's so cool about this is, you know, as a parent, you know, I'm a little bit high strung. And sometimes <laughs> maybe I have some emotional reactions that are not helpful to my son's tennis and his performance. So it, centers me. It gives me peace. I'm able to lose myself and just, and it keeps me busy during the match. It kind of takes the fire out of my gut. And, and, and then I just, same thing with the swing vision afterwards, I just give it to him and say, you know, because we eat, what we're trying to do is pragmatic, pragmatically get better um, each match, you know, mm-hmm. a certain error count, winner count, what does that look like? He comes up with it. We base it on gold standard statistics from the top players. And then we use those as benchmarks and stat match offers all that. It has the benchmarks for college pro, all that kind of stuff. You can see where your deficiencies are and where your strengths are. And it's very, very helpful for me as a parent while I'm watching or the coach or even other players doing it for other players is helpful yeah. too. 
but also the data, it doesn't lie. So it's really factual. So that's, uh, oh, one last thing I didn't show you that, that, that you can also include in your workflow is the USTA player record right here. You can look at that before, even if you want the ranking snapshots, you don't have to, but if you want to look at your player records, you can. Just one thing you got to note is uh, you do need to click on right here, uh, the age division that you want to look at, because if you don't do that, it's not going to pull in the rankings and all that for that age division, because some people have 14, 16s and 18s rankings in mm -hmm. a lot of these players, right? So I'm going to click on the boys 18s. Uh, and then when I do that, you're going to notice that these players here have one of the neat things about our application is it doesn't just show one ranking. So it's going to show their USTA ranking, uh, say this Carter Pate right here, 106 in the nation, 12, uh, 12 UTR and 11.5 uh, WTN. And it can show you all of these details uh, all the way down and you can see whatever is needed. Uh, but you have a really good uh, idea of is he improving against certain players or not or whatever. And so pretty cool. I love that. Yeah, I mean, this is a one-stop shop for tennis parents who are trying to help their children achieve whatever the goals are, whether it's to play on their school team, play in college, have a professional tennis career, or just get as good as they can be. And I just, I love that y'all are continuously adding new features, that you're listening to your users and and filling in the blanks when something's missing. And, um, I, you know, at the same time, you're still on the ground with Heath Paul. And so, you know, from personal experience, what you need and what other tennis parents out there need, and you just keep building and integrating. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, our goal, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, because we're living the life, uh, you know, our goal is just to keep listening to all the parents and to try to take all the pain and, and try to enhance that quality of experiences. You know, it's, it just takes up so much time doing this. And so the more that, and thank you all the parents out there who are constantly giving us feedback so we can keep making improvements to make your life easier. That's what it's all about. And, and as an educational tool, our really goal, a, strong, a big goal is to educate people. So little girls like that, that might not know what to do, when and when to do what we can help with that hopefully the app if you if you learn how to do it there's people that are in our app been in there for two years that never knew anything that we just talked about they just right. go in there maybe they they come into here and a lot of people when you do it it just shows your upcoming tournaments right here and it shows you know if you've entered 10 tournaments it shows all of them he hasn't entered any usta he's doing itf but it would show all those and then they just start clicking that's about all they go to but once they realize what they're missing and they start playing around with it it's life-changing for, for putting time back into your pockets. And uh, yeah, pretty cool. And, and that's why we keep having you on the podcast, Heath, because I want everybody to understand how extensive this app is, what a valuable tool it is, and all the different features that are included and how to use them. And each time you come on the podcast, I learn something new. Hopefully our audience is learning something new the app becomes that much more valuable out there. So um, thank you for continuing to grow this app, continuing to listen to your users, continuing to take the time to come on our podcast and share it with the Parenting Aces community. And, um, you know, I get so excited every time I get an email from y'all. Oh, we have a new feature. We have a new feature. And I immediately email you like time for a new podcast. We get it on the books and here we are. Beautiful. When we get that stats app, maybe we'll do another one at that time to show people how it works and, Perfect. and a couple other things that I didn't have time to go over. 
Yeah, maybe we'll get Andy on to um to mm-hmm. to dig a little deeper into racket stats. So that would be great. Well, Heath, best of luck to Heath Paul as he continues on his journey and you know, keep up the great work with Match Tennis app. You and and Matt and Lindsay are doing such a great job and and you know, it's just such a valuable addition to the junior tennis landscape. So keep the keep up the great work and look forward to having you on on the next update. Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate your time and having me. Absolutely. To my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at ParentingAces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.